Welcome back to Our Childhood Sucked. In this episode, our team continues our discussion on how pop culture impacted our relationship with relationships. Among a variety of topics, we discuss Twilight, microphone issues, toxicity in relationships, and sexy bad boys. This episode was recorded on December 30th, 2020. Here's a quick little side question that I thought of. It's a quick one, so maybe just a couple words here uh, before we get into toxicity, right? Um, we talked about polyamory and we talked about monogamy, right? Let's talk about a show that blends both. Let's talk about The Bachelorette. Is it a positive representation of either of those styles? <laughs> no? Season, no? Nope. Uh, there is The Bachelor, that's the male dating 30 women, and then The Bachelorette is the woman dating 30 men. And then it's so weird because like 30, they start with 30 and then it's like the whole goal is to end up with one. So I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> a question that has stunned everyone. One that is not fully every. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Cause I just like this latest season I was watching with Sally, every single time they'd cut to like the last couple of dudes, they were like, it's so incredible to be on this journey dating this woman with many other guys and like, get along with these guys and then it's like but i really want to win her heart and i'm like okay then wait no you don't like dating this person with these other people like just maybe don't go in the bachelorette i don't know maybe i who knows i don't know we've been talking about polyamory and i now my mind is blown i'm also like your thing ezra about stand-up comedians especially like white men uh being like my wife am i right she's a bitch um, like that type of comedy like what is so sad is that those people actually like tend to have like relationships that work and they're mm-hmm. using that as a joke but it really connects with people who are having a bad time like as a this is getting into the next question which is like what's the most toxic trait you picked up from pop culture when it comes to dating um like my like now looking back, like my dad was watching a lot of those comedians and a lot of those comedians has those things. And like, now I'm seeing it that it was like a pacifier for my dad because my dad was desperately unhappy. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, you don't see that until like on this zoom call, like a year after he's dead. Right. It's like, I don't know what's going on there. Um, But one thing that like really got drilled into my brain is that like watching my parents fall apart and divorce and all this stuff is that like, the every kid show and i remember going back to like boy meets world i always bring up boy meets world is that like every kid that comes from a divorce their whole goal with every single relationship is to not end up like their parents which is like it's something that sally and i have been talking about a lot considering that we're both from divorced families and like it's like we don't want to end up like that but like that can't be like it, it isn't and it cannot be like the driving factor of your relationship because that's impossible like the variables are so out of place but like being conditioned from a young age to be like um if it fails like that's a failure and then you're like your parents and your parents were failures so like don't be a failure johnny you know i like i just it's so it's fucking with my mind right now I, my, I'm literally like stumbling on the Zoom call. I can't even like get a coherent thought about it. But yeah, I don't feel like they really show divorced parents like amicably. Like, no, no. <laughs> we're married. Now we're not. 
we still take good care of our kid. It's life. Like it was always this kind of um, tumultuous, like tortured um, kind of like through line. Yeah. Yeah. No co-parenting at all. It like had to be a big custody battle for the child or we punch a hole in a wall, Adam Driver. Um, and, <laughs> but then they can co-parent because they've worked it out because they wanted to kill each other, but now they don't. Um, that was just a slight for Ezra. Uh, everybody else. I'm a few rules. Yes. What else? What else? Toxic traits we picked up from the culture. I can go. Okay, great. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so red. We're going back to Twilight, friends. Thank God. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. So I thought a lot about this. There are a lot of there are a lot of negative things I think that I learned from uh, from media about dating. But the biggest one is that. And I guess we kind of touched on this a little bit, but yeah, that like relationships should be like obsessive that like, this should be your one person and you can't live without them and they should be your everything. And if they leave, you should be destroyed like new moon. And it's just January, February, or what is it? I don't the months and the pages, which I thought was like brilliantly written when I was in middle school. Anyway, I was like, Oh my God, it's so sad. Um, but like, and I feel like, We'll get a little real here. So, you know, that was middle school. And then I I don't know if it's necessarily, like, if there's a connection. But I wonder if it's why I didn't have a great first relationship. Because I thought that, like, they had to be my everything. And that. And also I, like, became obsessed with this, like, getting it right on the first try. So it was like, I have to make it work. And, like then, you know, I can't, I can't blame myself for everything. It was their problem as well, mostly. Um, yep. <laughs> um, SMJ, it's so awkward because you know who I'm talking about. Yep. Um, so yeah. Say the name. Asshole's fault. Oh, should I? I don't want to. Voldemort no. is how I redacted. Um, <laughs> home address, home phone number. <laughs> I don't Put it think... out there. No Dox names. Oh, God. People on no, the I like... No, Welcome I... to Doxing the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Yeah. Uh I don't know if I have other thoughts on that. But anyway, yes, that it should be obsessive and that they should be your everything. Which I feel like some sometimes it it's not um cuz obviously like there is that, you know, there should be like a passion and there should be that care like a level of care and everything but also it shouldn't be like uh just the way that twilight <laughs> or i guess in new moon specifically like she goes crazy without him and it's just like oh my god this is not how we should teach young girls to like get over breakups or like i don't know whatever i feel like my toxic that i had to like learn to do that passion. I'm sorry, Danielle, you sound really far away. Can you start over and can we mute ourselves? Wait, huh? Okay. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> um, yeah, passion. 
So my idea of passion growing up was like fighting. Like that is, that makes like on being on again and off again. Like that is like the height of passion and healthy communication is boring and that's not sexy. Like <laughs> um, there's a song. Do y'all remember that song, Get Back? Yes. Demi Lovato. And she's like, I want to get back to the old days when the phone would ring and I knew it's you. I want to talk back and get yelled at by for nothing like we used to. <laughs> Standing ovation. My God. Oh, yes. Like we want that relationship. We want to fight and we want to make up because that is what it really is. My God, that song, you and I go hard at each other like we're going to war. What is it? Rune 5, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, my God, yes. Uh, that one, song. one More Night, I think. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is a very hot song. And that, that's, again, Sorry. when I was in a situation in which I was hang up to with this idea that the first person needs to be the one, so you're stuck in that situation, and it's like, mm. becomes a toxic relationship, but you feel mm. like you're a failure if you, if you, if it doesn't work, like, you echo yourself to the, yeah, you and I go home. Yeah. Wait, do you know the pre-chorus to that song? May I read these lyrics? Please, God. Please, please. I realize I haven't listened to this song in a long time, so maybe uh, it's way more problematic than I remember. <laughs> and I will be listening to it the moment this podcast recording is over. <laughs> but baby, there you go again, there you go again, making me love you. Remember, it's always the little thing. Uh, yeah, I stopped using my head, using my head, let it all go. Ooh, right. Got you stuck on my body, on my, on my body, body, like, like a tattoo. <laughs> And now I'm feeling stupid, feeling stupid, crawling back to you. Mm. Cross my heart and I hope to die. Why? Why, Adam? Why, Adam? Because he's, because he's like suffering. That, he's got to suffer. <laughs> must suffer. You have to suffer, especially if you're an artist. You have to suffer <laughs> and make everyone in your life suffer, too. And that's real love. Remember. Remember, kids. <laughs> Remember, kids. I don't remember Taylor ever saying in teardrops on my guitar, like, you're killing me and, like, you're punching me in the gut. I don't know. You're killing me, you're, you're, you're killing me, punching my gut. There's teardrops on my guitar. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, God damn. Everything's a, I just want to hear Danielle sing more. Danielle, you got another problematic <laughs> song you want to sing? I'll take requests. <laughs> I love it. What, oh what else? What toxicity? Is oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. I had another thought from from what Danielle was talking about communication. Um, isn't it so okay? In all the rom coms, you know the three quarter point in the story when the when the misunderstanding happens, and then they come back at the end, and then it's like. Oh, I loved you the whole time. This is these are the mistakes I made, whatever. And I'm I've just been thinking about that recently and I'm like, you know what? Nobody dates this way. Like you have to be able you have to you have to you you talk about your feel you don't hide your feelings. Like that's pointless. Then it doesn't work out. Like you have to communicate. Anyway. Sorry, I'm just like what? That's that's again like fear of rejection. The yeah. 
like which is also ingrained in your very bones that if you reject it you're not worth it like that defines you etc all of that good stuff yeah mm -hmm. it, that also reminds me of that trope of like good guys never win right there's always like <laughs> nice guys finish last yeah uh, whatever <laughs> whatever it's called good guys never win um no so there's that trope but there's also like this thing where um so it makes fun of men who treat women with respect but then there's also that element of like the men who treat women with so much respect that they feel like they deserve the woman in the end and that's like the easiest way to make like a likable villain is that like oh i was respectful the whole time and you still didn't pick me it's like no asshole because you didn't do anything like you don't get to like be nice and sit on the sidelines but like we also shouldn't like shame good people if like i don't know like, but it's it's, it's never it's never depicted as wrong it's always depicted as uh uh so good it becomes bad um and it's it's never called bad yeah you know it, it is never named as hey what you did made me uncomfortable and I didn't like it. Please don't do it. Uh, it's never named as that. It's always a, a moment of understanding for the, uh, like you said, for the sympathetic, um, often villain of, oh my God, I get it. I can't listen. I can't judge a guy because he killed someone's brother. He was doing it for love. And that's the most important thing. Um, and everything else is forgivable because of that. Because he was a tortured artist, mostly. You really hate artists. No, I no, I hate the okay. I hate No, I do not hate artists. Really like God forbid the girl just like doesn't love him back. God like people still think Summer from 500 Days of Summer is the villain. And it's like Oh yeah, I heard about it. I was like, "No." Okay. Yeah, no, but then like, yeah, I oh, sorry. I I can't. I'm not articulate today. Um, I was thinking about that recently like she communicates to him at the very beginning that she's not looking for a relationship. It's his fault that he's just like, okay. And then he falls in love with her and then he just doesn't break it off and he just breaks his own heart. And it's the whole point of the movie. How do, <laughs> how do you not get it? It's the whole <laughs> point of the movie. Um, uh, somebody said Daniel about nothing. It's not being called bad because it had good intentions, even though it's harmful. Let, let me let me turn for the sake of being called by some right wing listeners a cuck or a simp or whatever right let's go to elf where buddy the elf sings with zoe deschanel while she's in a shower like that is a problematic thing but it's played for laughs but like in the moment it's like oh it's a romantic gesture also he's an elf he doesn't know anything it's like should still seem kind of weird like put the cues together like it's not like he went and well, I mean, he also bought lingerie for his dad. I mean, like, I can understand that. Like, you don't have, you have no perception of what clothes are. That's fine. I understand. But, like, you do have an obligation to know what boundaries are. Like, you don't go to the bathroom with other people in the North Pole. I don't know. I don't want to rant about Elf too much on the podcast, but, like. If I remember, though, she does tell him, like, that's not okay. Yes, but it's still, like, the general moment is, like, it ends with, like, him face planning into the, into the, uh. The, in the lockers i remember yes yeah, the lockers. I remember very and then he still gets a date with her later because she found it endearing i i don't know 
I don't think she found that part endearing because I she does tell him that's not cool. You can't do that. Yeah, but, and it's the other parts of his personality that we we're supposed to like, like the maple syrup, like his insane diet. Yeah, his <laughs> <laughs> pancakes look delicious. <laughs> um, Talia, do you have any toxic things you? Britney Spears, um, love that song. <laughs> <laughs> shake your head at me it's fine just, just I'm trying to think of anything that hasn't been covered already I'll pop in if I have one uh yeah what I'm gonna just say like one quick thing is that apparently like conventionally unattractive people can't be in a relationship nope and if they are they're weird and weird yeah impossible yeah or like especially if two people who are not conventionally attractive are dating each other it's like not only looked at as like oh that makes sense but it's also like ugh, that's all they can get so thank god they got it i'm like what the and you've got and you've got to like have them make someone beautiful scene you've got to have it and like story i i under i understand why it happens it's a it's a bad representation and you can get the same effect another way though like it's yeah the only time it works is if the trans person is like finally transforming into like the presentation they want that's the only ugly duckling transformation i will accept in 2021 damn it ezra now types frantically into the chat <laughs> you can also just vocalize it ezra I'm just going to stick up for the Devil Wears Prada. But other than that, I agree. Recently, I heard a term that made me very angry. And I can't remember what it is. <laughs> but it's like... Oh, God. What's it about? It's like... Asexual, not by choice. Incel? Incel, is yeah. that a thing? Like, I yeah. that, that's just yeah. so oh my god, yeah. to me because it it just puts your your like your sexuality in other people's hands, and that's just no yeah. like. It's dudes who get rejected by women, and then they blame women for rejecting them, and but they get rejected mostly because they're often sexual predators or Nazis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mostly. And then become terrorists. And then become terrorists. Is <laughs> mostly it. Incels like is a word that makes me want to physically throw up. Right. That's how I felt. Because it's now become like a somewhat like term of like it's been it's become like an owned term kind of for that uh often horrible community. Um like it's <laughs> it's a weird like I don't know. I don't know if it's been. I don't know if it's been reclaimed. I don't know if it was ever given to them or if they. Oh no, they themselves. use it proudly. Yeah, like it's a thing. It's totally, totally a thing for a really not great group of individuals. They can commit horrifically violent acts. Yeah. Yeah. It. It's that type of weird, like misogynistic mentality, like the idea of simping for someone, which is mostly just dudes calling out. Uh, men or male presenting people for agreeing with a woman because they think that you're only agreeing with a woman because you're attracted to them 
where like most of the time it's because you think women deserve respect uh <laughs> maybe i see this a lot in the video game um community especially with like twitch streamers it's like yeah. um more recently like a more popular fe- uh, female um twitch streamer got her dms um revealed and she like was having like a flirtatious relationship over text with another male streamer but she didn't really want to like do anything she just wanted to do that but the guy misread the cues and then leaked them and then everyone that was like yeah this is like a normal thing that like we all so we've all like flirtatiously texted someone it didn't do anything i'm assuming maybe that's a giant generalization but like but then people were like, yeah, it was kind of weird that you did that because you misread the room. And then everybody just calls them a bunch of simps and like tries to like take down this woman. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, It's I the exact same thing as 500 Days of Summer where people blame her. Where people blame her because it's like, simp oh, like, Zoe. <laughs> yeah. No. I'd rather be a simp that respects people than like a loser that just like blames everybody else for their own problems. I'm going to get hate. I don't care. Elf, incel, simps, you're all on notice. You canceled all of you. Cancel Elf. <laughs> Why are we canceling Elf? Because it uh, well, sucks. No, okay, it doesn't suck. It's, I hate it. Okay, well, that's fine. For you, <laughs> Cancel Elf. <laughs> Cancel Ezra, honestly. Um... <laughs> Speaking I thought of something toxic. Wait, yay! Talia thought of toxic things. <laughs> Me on Grinder. This, this conversation about Elf. It's this one. When people, when people are so mean, but it's like, oh, but they actually like you. Like, but they're just mean. Like the, you mean like the elementary school thing where it's like boy punches you in the arm. That actually means he has feelings. Yeah, like that kind of thing. But then also just like the grown up version of that of like, um, yeah, they're doing it because they, but like they actually like you or like you're actually a good person. Um, that kind of thing. But then also, um, oh my God, my train of thought just went away. <laughs> we can cut the silence. Um, <laughs> thank you, Luigi, for the vibes. Um, oh my God, I, no, I lost it. I cut everyone else's pauses but Talia. They leave Talia's yeah. very long pauses pause. in. Everything should be <laughs> it makes the podcast really funny. Yeah, you can come back to me. It, it'll come back to me though. Okay. Do you want to elaborate on people being mean? It was it was off of that, yeah. People being mean, therefore they like you. I mean, we 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 see a lot of that in like. Oh, I remember. It's <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wait, what were you saying? People being mean. People being mean because oh, you because they like oh, you. Like Wait, shut up. Concept of like um when it's when someone's like when they like you. Where I don't know. I'm like really struggling. Please, yeah, please. Play. <laughs> Someone who can't speak. Oh, it's like someone who's like, I like you, but I'm gonna keep, like, I'm saving you for last. Like, I'm keeping it a secret. Like, you're the one I like, but I'm gonna be with other people, but you're the one I want. 
but because yeah. of these other things I have to be with these other people but, but don't worry like you're the one who's like that person out there for me yes that that concept uh, I like a bastardized version of that is like the concept of like two different couples but they both break up so then they swap the couples to make each other jealous before going back Mm. Shakespeare yeah. I, th- <laughs> I think going off of that the kind of flip side of that is like the glorification of unrequited love of the like oh my god it's I think especially a lot of young boys are taught this is like oh my god you love this beautiful girl but she's so unattainable and like the unattainable love is like the highest form In the same way they're like no, if you like someone, don't save them for last. And if someone doesn't like you, move the fuck on. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's this, like, if I just wait long enough, she'll come round, which I think leads to, like, the incel elf thing we keep talking about. Stop putting elf as We should incel. not put elf They're in incel not. again. Same. <laughs> elf is an incel and he voted for Trump. That's all oh I'm my, saying. Oh, oh my, my God. Okay, so the last, like, toxic thing that I just thought about talking about the ugly duckling sort of transformation stuff and um, the sort of uh, the power dynamics within a relationship. The, the idea that I keep seeing, I think it was brought up in How I Met Your Mother, like, directly. There's, like, a settler in that relationship. Like someone is the 10 and someone's the five. And there's, and like, if you're the A settler five, and a reacher. That's right. If you're the five, you thank God that that 10 stayed. And I just like, that's something that still haunts me. I think it's, especially like with me and my like body dysmorphia and stuff and like gender being such a confusion. It's like, look at my like, she's she low key a babe. Like, we look at her, and I'm like, my God, how? And, like, that's a consistent thing because it's in everything. It's the same thing, Danielle, that you were talking about. It's like the unco- – what if you view yourself as the unconventional, like, not attractive person, it's it's being already inundated with you for, like, 20-some years. They're like, no matter what partner you're with, you're like, this isn't right. Like, something in my bones is wrong. It, it's such a weird – I don't know. I don't know if other people feel that way. That's just me being real on the on the Zoom call today. So this is—I don't know why this made me think of this. I there, so there's a, this is story time. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I I went to a K through eight Catholic school, right? My eighth grade class had nine people in it, so not a lot of people around. Um, and honestly, it's probably a good thing. Like, I feel like at the, maybe at the public middle school, people were dating. Dating was like not really on my radar by middle school. Like I, you know, I was yearning for Edward or whatever, but like, I, I didn't actually like think that like dating was, was in my, like, I don't know, possible in my life at that, at that moment. Um, but Somehow, I had just taken in this idea that once I got to high school, there would just be all of these boys who were just ready to date me. And I would just, like, you know, it would just happen. Like, I'd bump into them, and then, oh, suddenly, like, we'll be in a relationship. You know, like, all of the classic, like, meeting in high school and, like, your instant connection. You know, just, like, all of that stuff. And there was this boy that I liked in, I was in seventh grade, he was in sixth grade. 
We liked each other. We told each other. Nothing happened, but a year later, I'm in eighth grade, he's in seventh grade, and, like, we didn't, like, talk about it at all for, like, a year. I don't know how that happened. And then he, like, called me, <laughs> and he asked me, like, just this random day, like, do you still like me? And I essentially... I essentially was, like... <laughs> Like, when I get to high school, there will be other people. And, like, I won't... I don't even know what I said, but basically, like, sorry, you're, you know, I'm leaving you behind. There's there's so many people waiting for me in high school. I don't know what to tell you. And I still think about that. <laughs> and that boy so... grew up to be elf. That is a baller move. <laughs> it's so horrible. It's so horrible. And then, of course, like... I go to high school first, and then he came to the high school. Anyway, it's a whole, like, there's no ending. It just, it, we might have acknowledged each other in the hallway one time. I don't know. It's, we never reconciled, and I still think about it, and I still feel so Who guilty. Um, Wait, no, message me Stop reprimally. asking for people's <laughs> names. <laughs> <laughs> message me privately. But okay, I okay. I don't, I don't think you would know him, honestly. I know um, I did. Okay, sure. I did find out later, though, like, the tea, the tea of this is that I think that he got another girl pregnant in the high school, and I was kind of, like, dodged a bullet. Um, very dramatic. <laughs> we can bleep that out. What a turn. Okay, no. so, <laughs> speaking of relationships we thought were great to start and then turned out tragic, um, is there a relationship that's been portrayed in pop culture that you thought was great? But now in hindsight, or maybe in the present day, you're now discovering that uh, it is a, a complete shit show. Could be real, could be fake. Ron and Hermione. You want to expound? You tell, tell us more. Is that I think in the books it's presented as like, oh my God, look, they all, they hate each other so much, but actually they only were fighting. Like, it's all the shit we've been talking about. It's like they only were mean to each other because they really loved each other and it's opposites attract. And even though they have none of the same interests and neither, and Ron doesn't seem mature enough to have friendships, let alone a romantic relationship. Really, they're just like, men for each other and it's not and like yeah the person who you meet when you're 11 you probably gonna end up with him for the rest of your life and every character met their spouse in middle school it's just like all that like bullshit and it's like and jk rowling in her turfy ways put no effort into actually justifying that relationship up until it's like actually they like they like each other we know this because he's jealous because she has another a different boyfriend and jealousy is romantic kids That was something that may, at least made a little bit of sense in the books. That was absolutely something that should have been removed from the films because they did yeah. not put in the work to make that um, not come out of nowhere. Not nowhere because we knew it was going to happen, but you, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Half Blood Prince was just a rough movie. <laughs> True. And that's where that happens. I think Sorry, it's got, it's some, hot take, I think maybe, it's got I some good parts. <laughs> <laughs> okay to be fair no to be fair that was that was one of the ones that i so i sorry we're not here to talk about harry potter but i i like watched that movie before i finished reading all of the books like i was still only like a little like i had stopped reading the books and then i saw i always want to say episode six this is not star wars um movie six half-blood friends um 
And I was just like, what is going on? I don't understand anything. And it really upset <laughs> me. So I think that just like still sticks with me. I, um, I, I watched a lot of, um, fantasy and science fiction. So there's like a, there's a, a quite a few examples I can think of. The one that never quite sat well with me was Han Solo and uh, Princess Leia in the original trilogy. Um, I actually really like where they end up in the sequel trilogy of like, we have a kid together, but we know we don't really uh, like each other. Um, that one I never got, never, never, uh, never worked for me, never made sense. Um, I like Han Solo. I really like Princess Lake. General, excuse me, General, uh, General Organa. Um, and I don't like them together. Show her some damn respect. She's a <laughs> well. Then, but then I got to call him powerful General, leader. Then I got to call him General Solo too, and that just doesn't sound right in my mouth. Um, General Organa sounds right. General Solo does not sound right. Got it. That's actually interesting. Yeah, I because I, I feel like it was recently pointed out to me like that moment in episode five when he's like, you know, when they're like against the thing. And it's like, I mean, that's a classic trope of like, oh, when the lady says no, she really wants it. And you just have to like convince her and whatever. Like, that's a horrible. It's a really good movie. That's a toxic trait. So bad. That part. And it's and I hate that I still like sometimes think it's romantic. Like. How awful. And, and, and I mean, maybe it's just because I, I, I don't know. Like I know where it's, it's it part is of the meant to be going. It's part of the forbidden love thing that's drilled into us that like, if love is forbidden in, for whatever reason, oftentimes very uh, good justified reasons uh, that it is sexy in some way. And I guess also just the 10, obsession. Sorry. No, 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 no. Just the obsession with the bad boy as well. That, you know, we do a whole episode on the bad people. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Damon and Elena lately. Um, and I don't remember that much of their Wait, did you did you say Damon and Elena? Yes. Damon my ears perked up. <laughs> and all I could think about was like him being like, yeah, I killed your brother. <laughs> and she still ended up with him. Also, what he does to Caroline in the first season is awful. It's awful, like, awful, awful. And I'm such a sense of, like, God, like... I do still love them, though. I, I'm a Bayman fan. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to hold you. Um, but... Wait, Bayman? Bonnie? Bonnie? Yes. <gasps> Absolutely. Since the first season. And I feel like they did Bonnie mm. so dirty that we can do that mm. another day. Um, yeah, we're losing you again. I don't know why. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I don't know why this happening. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't even feel like I have anything to say anymore. But I do feel like um, I am ruined because there is a part of me that still desires that type of toxicity in a human being for why. What, sh what show is this? Empire Diaries. Oh. Good old 25-year-olds playing 18-year-olds or 16-year-olds. Oh my God, it kills me that, what's it, Jeremy? Okay, maybe it's because I have a younger brother, but Jeremy in season one is what, like 
12 and he's having sex and it upsets me so much. He's so, no, he's like in eighth grade because, because Elena is like a freshman and he's younger and he's banging this other girl. Sorry, it just really upsets me. (laughs) And he's doing drugs, I just. On the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, I can transition into talking about another vampire couple. (laughs) I don't remember that one. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Jasper and what's your face? (laughs) And Alice. Oh, God. It's all coming back to me. Um, Maybe... Maybe I've already talked about it enough, though. Um, do I have new things to say? Yeah, I don't know. Just the, uh, just all the creepy stuff. I mean, SMJ, you, you, you know, you write it out in in your script, at least in this draft of like all the creepy stuff. So the lion fell in love with the lamb. What a stupid lamb! What a sick masochistic lion! See, I haven't memorized. I'm crazy. Um, Can I say though, just real quick, I want to see a remake of all the Twilight movies, but all of the vampires are like their actual age. Like, Edward is actually like an. It's actually 107 <laughs> or 117. Is that how old he is? I don't even know. Yeah, just to give people a good perspective of right, where, right, where their minds are at. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Doesn't Jacob end up with like Bella's daughter? Yeah. That. That's weird. No one talks about that. Oh, plenty of people do. Yeah. I don't know anybody. Oh, well. Because you uh, weren't deep into Twilight like I that's was. That's right. That's right. I wasn't caught up in the in the cave of Twilight. Spe- Speaking of toxic vampire couples, are any of y'all Buffy people? <laughs> uh, I know a little bit. Because Buffy was like solely like toxic relationships presented as good um, for kind of the entire run of that show. Do you have an example of one? Like, she's a vampire slayer, but she's fucking a vampire, and like, oh, how can they ever be together? He's a vampire, she's a vampire slayer, how's this gonna work? He hates her and wants to kill her, but actually wants to kill her because he wants to have sex with her. Like, it's just shit like that, like, the whole time. Oh my god. I'm I'm missing the problem here. <laughs> Sounds Opposites great. Attract. Sounds like a perfect situation. Opposites attract. <laughs> Love it. That's hot. I'll say it. What, <laughs> we're all thinking it. Um wait. Isn't this also the show where the there's one lesbian couple, but like one of them has to die? That so there's a straight character who then is has a curse that turns her into a lesbian. Uh, and then, no. Uh, <laughs> and then this lesbian who's been cursed falls in love with another lesbian witch. And then they're like, actually, she has to turn evil and kill. And like the other lesbian has to be evil so she can die. And then she dies of the judgment given interview. He's like, yeah, but I had to make Willow keep being a lesbian. Because if I made her straight again, everybody would revolt. Josh Whedon sucks, and I hate him. That was That's also great. the show where he fired an actress because she got pregnant. That is the that is not at all what I thought you were going to say today about. I thought it was just the trope of like, can't have happy gay couples. You gotta kill one <laughs> of them. Nope, magic turns you gay. 
Have you? Do y'all know that meme that's like, I ain't never seen two pretty best friends. So it's one of them got to be ugly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes me think like, I ain't never seen two happy gay people. It's always one of them got to be dead. <laughs> oh, my oh, no. God. <laughs> Holy shit. I made it. <laughs> All right. What else? What, a- <laughs> what other couples are, uh, are bad? Can I... Can I change the question maybe? Because like I, one to me that I like thought looking back on, I thought would be bad, but I I still actually think is really good. Can I address that? Uh, sure. I can talk about the bad stuff if you want. No, you can talk about good stuff. I want to talk about the good stuff just for one second though. Okay. Yeah. I thought. Um. I think. Um. Aragorn and Arwen from Lord of the Rings. Uh. Still really holds up. Um, both in the books and in the movies. Um, that like thinking back on it, I was like, "There's gonna be something in Lord of the Rings." Let me flip through this book. There's gonna be something wrong in here. Um, and I think, except for um, in the movies, her her being really sidetracked and being becoming kind of a damsel in distress role. Um, that relationship to me always like stuck out as really um like there's a lot of respect there mutual respect there's never he's never um like in a lot of fantasy there'll be like a beratement of a woman if she puts herself in in physical danger if she goes into battle that never happens um he doesn't resent her for saving him and the hobbits before they get to rivendell um and then at the end there there at the very end there is a like personal sacrifice she makes but it is a it is a choice that she reflects on and makes for herself one that he does not put on her and one that he actually objects to in a way until she says this is what i'm gonna do and he's like okay that's what you're gonna do um and it's just really um it's really really great in a way that especially in fantasy does not happen that often it's a good movie everyone should watch the movie interesting interesting Holds up, holds up, holds up surprisingly well. Not a lot of racial diversity. That's the biggest problem. But otherwise, holds Ooh, up really the, well. The the orcs with the black skin, yes. The and the language Rough. thing about the high, like the elves always speak RP and the orcs only speak Cockney. Like, what does that say? Like, mm. it's not yeah. perfect. <laughs> Fantasies are really weird. Like, okay, so I don't know if it's necessarily glorified, but something I've been like, I've been trying to like research. Uh, basically i'm I'm asking myself the eternal question of should i watch game of thrones um and i keep looking into stuff and all these relationships are terrible like you mean to tell me that sophie turner's character marries a dude who is marries multiple men who are bad to her and then like uh Tyrion like is dating a woman that he really loves and then chokes her to death out of nowhere like what is that and then I'm supposed to cheer him on the next four seasons I don't understand like I don't I don't get it like I don't... Sansa is forced to marry both of the 
horrible, horrible, evil racists, uh, rapists, yes. excuse me, and racists, but rapists. Um, yes. And Tyrion chokes her because he, she betrays him and almost gets him killed. It's still not good. This is all out of context, SMJ. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You I'm sorry, not, Tyrion is a great man and I would, I would marry him. I'm sorry, murder them, please. I love that. No, it's a whole... <laughs> I'm kidding. He's no. on trial and she lies. It's she lies his heart. says she doesn't it's... love him. She lies and is like, I don't love him. It was all just like she accuses him of raping her, which is not what happened. Okay. I don't I like Game don't of Thrones. That anyway. Detail. Anyway. Don't watch Game of Thrones. You don't need to watch it. Okay. I have not rewatched Game of Thrones since season eight came out and I don't know. I had I mean, six I months of like nothing it, but... and I and I didn't rewatch Game of Thrones. That should tell you. Thank you for listening to Our Childhood Sucked. Join us every Tuesday for a brand new episode. To learn more about our project, you can visit ourchildhoodsucked.com and follow us on Instagram at ourchildhoodsucked. Performance alert. Keep your eyes peeled for a new virtual workshop of our play. A date will be announced soon. A big thank you to the supporters of our fundraising campaign this summer. Thank you to Cheryl Frank, Tara Kunkel, Julianne Schaub, Maggie Rogers, Shima Reja, Mark Fongheiser, Faulty Stars 1995, Nick Blanchard, Laura Gutierrez, Grace Dillon, Laura Brain, Adnan Ahmed, J.M. Diab, Katie Dembinski, Jared Samuelson, Molly Camp, Oliver Richards, Molly Huey, Patricia Truss, Chandler Black, Maddie Dennis Yates, Ben Eckert, and Tristan Rose Julia. We'll see you next week.